Say what? Say what radio show? With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. Anybody here yet? No, they're all... There they are. Okay, you guys there? Hello? Hello? I'm here. Right. Uh oh. Yep, I'm here. Okay, you let me. You can't hear me. Yeah, we can hear you. We can hear you. Oh, okay. My uh, posse does not do that kind of thing. They are not radio mechanics, is what they're telling me. Hmm. Oh, for God's sakes! If everybody <laughs> out there asks. They're angels who are kind of mechanics to help. Maybe it'll help. Okay. Um, are are you guys here? Are they hearing us now? They aren't saying anything about it. Well, I just I'm I'm so confused as to what's happening because I've. Well, I've, give them a few seconds. Remember the second delay. I know, but I've got the, I've got my. I've got my radio, uh, the phone on, and my radio is on, but I'm not hearing anything. Yes, Nancy, we hear you, and no echo. Nick says that. Passionate person says yes. Perfect. Oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> Thank or you, God. Ryan says I can hear you. <laughs> oh, all right, okay, excellent. Now, but we've lost Jan Shaw. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can't have everything. We forgot to close the door on the cab. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is this is insane. I have I still have no clue as to what went wrong. I just shut everything down and brought it back up. Except we're missing Jan Shaw. Is she in chat or anything? Uh, I don't see her. Yes, she's in chat. Perfect sound now. Yes, well, you're all clear now. No more interference. Well, is she going to no. join the call? <laughs> no more. Jim. She's not in her... her uh, yeah. The symbol is black, black square, so it's like... Where she's... are you, Jan? I have her on as green... She's showing in my friend list. I'm seeing her as just a black rectangle. That's all I got, too. Jan's in the chat room. I'm here. Jan, we're talking to you. Why aren't you on the call? (laughs) Don't yell at her, son. I'm sure she'll be here if she comes. Do you see that, Jan, do you see where you can join the call? Right. Oh, she says she's in, in the call. We well, can't hear. Her. We can't hear you. Now she's out of the call. Now she. Now she disconnected. Okay. Now she's. Oh, now she. Oh, wait. <laughs> Jan Shaw joined. Okay, but I still don't see her. But uh, tell her to turn the light on in the room because there's no light. <laughs> Jan, we're not. We're not. See, we. We're not hearing you. Let me put it to you that way. Nor is is the Skype seeing your logo type of thing. All we've got is a black screen. 
Okay, okay, okay. We heard there you. We heard you. Yeah. Yes, talk, every talk, side. Talk to us. Well, we heard you sigh. <laughs> Come on, Jan, talk to us. <laughs> Is MI6 pursuing her or something? I don't know. The last the last show we did was the voice in the computer. Oh. Are you talking to me? Yes. Finally. Yes. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> that is so weird. I tried, you know, ending the call and coming back in. Well, I can see, hear her voice. It's just a black square, that's all. I hear her. Jan, do you hear us? Jim? Yeah. in the computer. Oh. Are you, you talking to me? Yes. Yeah. Now I hear echo. What the hell? Somebody's listening to the radio. I'm listening yeah. to the radio. I'm listening to the oh. radio because I wanted to see. They hear her, and I, I said, well, she's having this kind of a weird thing. Maybe it was going through her computer. But I don't hear any echoing now that she's up. Oh, my God. This has been 22 <laughs> minutes of this stuff. <laughs> Um, Jan Talk to us Can you hear us? Jan We can see some, something Alright, she's typing back now um, What a waste of a show Alright, 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 alright Come on, Jan What? what? Yes, oh, I'm she's, going to close she's gonna Skype. close Skype and start again. I think it's all in the Skype somehow. Um, hopefully, she's going to come well, on. Nancy's uh, why? Why did Nancy's logo disappear? She's replaced by the letters NH. Nancy, where? Yeah. Where do you see in that? In the chat room? Folks? Well, in my in my in my Skype chat. Oh, in your I Skype. I see your your icon, which is your photo and you and your kids. Then I see Jan's photo, but uh, Nancy instead of Nancy's photo, I see the letters NH. Oops. Well, I can I can see my photo. I can see Nancy Hopkins my photo thing. Oh, I, I see mm, her photo. And yeah. now now I see what well, Jan came up, and then it was her photo, but then she disappeared again. Flashed Jan, away. Jan, disappeared. Ta yeah. Jan, talk to us. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Ah. Okay. Right. Okay. This, this is weird, but anyway, hopefully. So you're just going to work with the light up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you mean by the light off, where her picture shows up in Skype. It's black. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But you can see her picture in Skype chat. That's the weird thing. In Skype chat, I, instead of seeing Nancy's picture, I see the letters NH in a pink circle. Go figure. Is, is everybody hearing it all right in Skype? Because now on my phone, I can't even get it back on the radio. I, all right. Okay, where's my, where's my gizmos? Gizmos! Gizmos! Uh, hold on. I'm going to I'm gonna get Rosie the Dragon. Oh, okay. That'll do it. Go figure. Is everybody hearing it? Yeah, she sounds okay on the radio. 
Okay, my angels who do radio mechanics, can you please help us? Okay, Rosie the Dragon sitting on the Haponopono resonator. If this doesn't make things right, well, we're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked my uh, radio mechanic angels to help. So, everybody seems to hear us okay now. Oh, Sounds okay. good. Okay, because I've lost all sorts of things. I don't even know where the radio station... I mean, the yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh my gosh. Okay, so, we started out the show with, hey, this is a say what show. <laughs> you know? And um, it's uh, November 19, 2022, and Jan just had a wonderful show. You really should listen to it, because she brings up a lot of different topics that are trending, and she gives you a little more information on them, uh, you know, because you hear these 30-second blips of something, and you go, what the heck was that about? Well, Jan will give you a little more information. Um, okay, so what were we talking about? Because, um, Dolly, you had asked her about... I know. Okay, go ahead. It was that Br the Bronson guy's suit the to Ritter's the court. Yeah, the writ of certiorari. I looked this up, Dolly, so I'll read what it says. Um, in law, certiorari is a court process to seek judicial review of a decision of a lower court or government agency. Certiorari comes from the name of an English prerogative writ issued by a superior court to direct that the record of the lower court be sent to the superior court for review. So what this case is all about is that the lower court threw out this case brought by whatever he's called, Brandon or something, something like that. Not Brandon. No, that's, that's Joe Brandon Biden, isn't or it? Something like yeah. That, yeah. Um, they threw that out. So he's applied to the um, Court of Appeals um, to get this reviewed by the Superior Court. So that's what's in progress. And he's going after the House and the Senate people. And for, the President and the Vice President. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, Pence. He needs mm. Pence, too. And he's going after all of them for many uh, uh, accounts. One of them being treason. I hope that one goes through. Uh, one of them being uh, uh, conspiracy against the country. Uh, I can't remember all of them. But this is a good thing. It is. I'll share the link to the PDF in chat because i mean this this is uh genuine it's not one of these oh yeah we've put a lawsuit out because um, it's stamped as received it's on the uh, supreme court.gov website and so it, it is 18 pages so i didn't get time to but it's a good read and mm. it's in english we can understand yeah, so let me find it. There we so go. So it's well worth the read, y'all. This man, in my opinion, is a hero. There we are. It's in chat. Now, do you, so we don't know any background to this other than the, the document itself, right, Jan? Because I looked at it, too. 
No, I don't know what the background is. This was just shared with me earlier this week. And, um, then, and then I think you shared it with me. I think it was Deanna that shared oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. It was Deanna, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, got it now. Got it. All right. And um, I want to say, while we're speaking about her, thank you so much, Deanna, for all these all these video things you're sending. I haven't been able to get through all of them this week. I've had a a really busy week. And uh, so, but I want to say thank you because I haven't even had a chance to email you to say thank you. So when you hear this, you'll know I'm thinking about you and I'm thanking you all the time. And uh, please keep up the good work. I'm done. You're done. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'll second that. I did send a thank you to Deanna for for all the information that she'd sent through. So very helpful to have all these tips to follow up ready for the show on Saturday. Oh, yeah. yeah, because one of her thing leads me to like three or four others. She's really good at doing this for us. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. I wish she would would have been around when I was doing Dilly Dallying in Dolly World. <laughs> <laughs> I sure could have used her kind of help. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, the other thing that you didn't really cover yet, but I'm going to um, do 5G at least partially on it, was the, um, the it was uh, Band YouTube, I, Band band videos or something and it was a video about why president trump would have pushed the vaccinations and that really did uh make me feel a lot better when when, when he first started pushing it i'm going like he's got to know what we know what why is he doing this and and i kept thinking i kept hoping well, he knows something I don't know, and it was like maybe that they've intercepted all the damn things and have made them into saline. I, I didn't know what it could be, but I was hoping there was some other reason for it. But um, you guys want to talk about that particular? Uh, yeah, please, fill <laughs> us all in, and we I, can discuss it. I actually listened to it, or well, most of it, um, towards, I was going to try and share it on today's show, but I didn't have time. And it got to a point where it was just kind of repeating the same information from different sources like X-22 and, um, and we know and so on. But I did take notes about what was said. So if you'd like me to run through the notes, yeah, then I can do that. Okay, so... It's actually on uh, conspire.tv where you'll find the video. Um, I can share that as well, I think, when I find it. But um, anyway, um, it started out. I'm not sure who the original narrator was. It must have been the guy who put the um, video together. Um, President Trump was versus Big Pharma. If Trump came out publicly against vaccines, he would be crucified by the mainstream media. When he supports vaccines, he's doing so to maintain credibility. 
Trump had to maintain credibility with people who never questioned Big Pharma and vaccination. He would be labelled as a crazy conspiracy theorist if he came out and said the cabal were planning depopulation for years. Um, the vax agenda was coming no matter what he did. If he opposed the vaccines, it would do nothing to oppose the inevitable rollout of the vaccines. It was planned for decades. Um, Operation Warp Speed. He bullied Big Pharma into releasing the vaccine much too early to expose their sinister plan. They cut short testing and concealed data that showed the vaccines were unsafe. They deliberately broke the law and will lose their financial and criminal immunity from damages. There was nothing he could do to stop the medical technocracy and mainstream media from banging the drums of COVID and the vaccines. Trump made sure everyone had freedom to choose whether or not to take the vaccine, but the vaccine rollout was inevitable. Trump was in a no-win situation, and his main focus was beating the deep state at their own game. The difficult decision Trump had to make will bring us to victory in the end. Trump made it clear he opposes mandates. There's a reason he had to endorse the vaccine. And part of this is from Cliff High as well, by the way, if you're familiar with him. There's a reason he had to endorse the vaccine. We are in the middle of a military operation in World War Three. Trump follows the law of war. He said he was a wartime president and it was different from anything that's happened before. If Hillary had won, COVID would have been released early in her presidency. But because Trump won, they waited until near the end of his term. They wanted to use it to cover up election fraud, promote more fear to take away people's rights and their depopulation agenda. They waited until the last year of Trump's presidency so it wouldn't give him enough time to make a vaccine. So they, the deep state, could make one that would be approved by the FDA and mandated for all. Trump's counter move was to try to get rid of the deep state's pandemic control by fear, expose big pharma and ensure a quick vaccine that would have to be labelled experimental and not be mandated. He had to weigh up both options either tell America the big pharma deep state globalist plan to depopulate the world or endorse the vaccine. If he warned the public, the, the mainstream media would mock him again, calling him a failure, hype COVID even more and demand a real vaccine. And he then wouldn't be able to expose their voter fraud and make thousands of arrests to expose the deep state plan and turn things around naturally with the public waking up. He would have to stop the election fraud before it was fully seen and take office for a second term and forced his hand resulting in chaos and a certain civil war with the mainstream media fanning the flames and increasing the public terror. By endorsing the vaccine and initiating warp speed, President Trump saved us from years and years of lockdowns while the New World Order implemented the Great Reset. If we'd waited five years for the vaccine, it would have been FDA approved and 100% forced and mandated. 
Uh, this is when Cliff High said, you can't take what Trump says at face value. And he quotes a Bill O'Reilly interview with Trump. Trump said we'd save tens of millions of lives because of the vaccine. He also said he'd had the vaccine and the booster. But Cliff High said he may not mean the mRNA vax. He may mean HCQ, hydroxychloroquine or monoclonal antibodies, which both act rather like a vaccine. He says globalists are stupid. <laughs> They're clever, but not intelligent or smart. If we'd had 10 years of lockdowns, they projected that they'd kill 468 million people worldwide. So Trump saved 468 million people by cutting off the lockdown. Um, now, I didn't quite get this next bit. Uh, he said Trump had to maneuver two different groups to convergence. And he he was using a white board and he was showing on one side the normies and then on the other side um, what he called the woo. I think he means us, you know, the anons <laughs> and the conservatives and the, the normies, of course, had all been brainwashed into thinking that the vax was good. <laughs> Vaccines generally were good. And so what he was trying to do was to move the people from that normies section to start to question everything. Um, and he went through, this is Cliff High again, um, he said the deep state demanding mandates is a sign of weakness that their plan didn't work because so many people were resisting taking the vaccine um even those that maybe got them early on you know got vaccine remorse and have said they won't take any more and he went through the different responses to trump's statements on the vax at different times and this was at interviews or rallies um early 2021 there was shock and scattered booze when he mentioned the vaccines April 2021, lots of booze at his rally and hesitation. Why is he supporting them when we have evidence that they're killing people, people are asking. And as time went on, there were more booze and more questioning about the vax. So um, then X, he showed a clip of X-22 report. Uh, we needed the vaccines or Trump needed the vaccines to counter everything the deep state was planning. If he didn't support the vax, everything that happened would be blamed on him. He was stopping the Great Reset. We are at war. There are bound to be casualties. We were given the weapon of choice. If there were no vaccines, you'd be locked in your house, no food on the shelves. You'd be going crazy. People would be committing suicide. We can't go to work. They can't do anything. Huge loss of life. Trump needed to stop this. So he gave you the choice, the weapon of choice. You could use this weapon against the deep state agenda and the people used it. Some states opened up, countered everything they tried to do and showed people the difference between the blue state and the red state. He had to keep the optics up. He couldn't say the vax sucks. He left the choice to you. He said he doesn't push mandates. He likes therapeutics. Do the research. Make a decision. The choice was given to every one of us. Um, 
And and we know, said Trump can't say the jab is bad or all the bad stuff from the jab will be blamed on him. That means all the side effects, all the deaths and so on. So um, that's as far as I got in that video. But it, it gives you the picture of why he his hand was forced to do it this way. Um, because the you know the deep state were all out to achieve their huge depopulation figures. So, anybody want to comment on that? Well, Orion can't comment in, in the chat. He says it does not sound right to me that Trump prevented lockdown and vaccinations by rolling out the vax and doing lockdowns. Maybe I don't understand, or am I wrong? Uh, I can't see how this reasoning makes sense. But maybe, maybe you, you finished, and maybe now he has a different attitude towards it. But No, it doesn't make sense. It, think about it. She said something that was very significant concerning time, the, something that was achieved by him rushing the whole thing. The, the big contrast is that if he hadn't done that the, the rushing, forcing them, to do it every super fast, the, what happened is the vax wasn't mandated. Even though the vax was rolled out, it was let people were had a choice, get vaccinated or not. Uh, if he hadn't done that, they would have had the time to roll this out officially and make it make it compulsory. No, no choice allowed. You see the difference. Yes, and, and they, they, they'd have to be in the lock. Everybody would have to be in lockdown because there was no solution to it. There was no out. But by giving an out, even though a dangerous one and it was going to kill people, it was shorter than letting everybody be in this lockdown environment that at the end of it, you know, there's going to be, you know, half the population will be, oh, yeah, let's have the vaccinations now. You know, I mean, it, it, mm-hmm. made, it made complete sense to me. It's, it was a nasty decision, you know, to have to make, but I don't see them pointing this out to me now. It's that, yes, I, I guess I would have made the same same decision. It's war. It's war. So, you know, people die in war. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's, it's because I think people don't recognize that it is a war. I agree. They, they just think oh well you know you shouldn't have done that and uh, <clears throat> it's a bit like saying well you should never have landed on normandy beach because look at how many many people got killed that was terrible exactly you should have just stayed in england <laughs> <laughs> and let them bomb bomb you yeah <laughs> uh, yes orion I mean, orion we, we have to remember that trump has to play this 5d chess game he can't come out and and be honest about what they're doing because that that betrays the whole plan and it has to seem as though um he's doing something that um is kind of counter what you would expect as you're saying, he does counter moves, but and and a, a lot of it is optics, and a lot of it is, let's face it, we're pl- we're we're in the dirtiest war ever, dirtiest war ever, and the thing is, you know, Trump gave people the choice. It was Biden 
he's part of the deep state or the fake Biden. He was the one who brought in all the mandates. It was the blue states that brought in all the mandates and so on and so forth. But this was bio-warfare. It was bio-warfare. They released a bio-weapon and then they released a, a kill shot. Well, look at he'd already had it. They'd already had the vaccine. He tried to he tried to tell people there was treatment for it. He said hydrochloroquine, Mm -hmm. and they absolutely crucified him. Yeah, they made him. I mean, they told people that 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 he was he was uh, to drink bleach. That's what they said. Go drink bleach. This is what they pushed on people. This man's crazy. Go drink bleach, you know. It was all lies, but the the mainstream media is still so entrenched in people's minds that, you know, if he said, look, at this is a phony thing, it's a bio, just what you said, you know, they, they, they'd crucify him. Mm. You know, they'd bring him up on impeachment again. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's, I don't see, I'm so grateful for them to put, whoever put that together, I hadn't seen anybody saying anything like this you know and and when you look at it from that i'm kind of embarrassed that i didn't think of it myself because it's it's like now it's obvious yes i mean you're all of a sudden and maybe they knew this thing was coming maybe they maybe they thought they might have had it under control or maybe they didn't have any idea it was coming you know but the response to it is yeah Sure, lock us up for 10 years because you have to have a vaccine that's approved. And by, you know, pushing it like that, it's still an experimental thing. And it's like Walt said, they could not mandate an experimental drug. So um, thank you, Mr. President. Uh, I agree. I mean, I had seen some of this before, um, not all put together in the way that this video did. I've seen some stuff on X-22 report before about it. Um, And, you know, the point is, we who have been awake for a long time, even though we are absolute supporters of Trump, we still question everything. So, and if you if you're if you've been involved with this, especially um, following the the Socratic stuff that Q put out, you know, asking these questions, prompting you to to question everything, to do more research, then we were aware of the red flags from the very start. I mean, even COVID itself was so obviously a scam, a pandemic. Um, and the vaccine, it's like, you know, I've forgotten the name of it, but it's what um, David Icke always talks about, problem, reaction, solution. So they create the problem of COVID. They then react and, and oh, this is terrible and puts everybody in fear. And then they provide, oh, we've got a nice vaccine for you here. Here you are. Take this. And, you know, people who haven't, who have had their head down, who have been distracted by stuff, who watch the mainstream media, um, who can't even conceive that people will put together such an evil plan. Oh, they couldn't possibly do that. Oh, the government wouldn't do that to us. The, the, the naivety of it to think that the government has sure it, best interests at heart was part of this whole whole psyop but those of us who were constantly researching and questioning 
that's why we didn't do what Trump said. That's why we didn't go ahead and and get the vaccine just because he said so, because we think for ourselves, you know. Well, that's it's it's also the the reason why it's so different elsewhere. Growing up in South America, uh, the first thing you learn as a child is the 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 government is your enemy. <laughs> so you sur- sur- you live and survive, but not by not listening to the government. That's how you people are able to m- get by. You do the opposite of whatever the government wants. That's so you go through life knowing that that's your, the biggest enemy in the world is your own government. And I think people oh. have woken up to that here now as well. Because yeah. you see in Twitter, oh, well, if, if Biden's administration says do that, we'll go and do the opposite. And it's the same with Big Pharma now. Nobody trusts Big Pharma. Well, I say nobody. A huge number of people have stopped trusting Big Pharma and stopped trusting the so-called medical profession, you know, who are, have evaded any resp- or avoided any responsibility for, you know, the impact of the vaccine for the covid well, treatments how, that kill let's people face it, how, how many decades has the uh, uh the medical establishment it's a common practices before anybody gets any treatment you have to sign this this document that uh uh spares your doctor of any responsibilities so they kill people wholesale they never never suffer for it because yeah. the, the patient signed the paper so it's a it's a modus operandi, you know. It's life as usual. Oh, how many people did you kill today? Oh, seventeen. You? Oh, just just five. It wasn't a very week. It wasn't a busy week at all. So nobody bats an eye. No. No. Talk about do no harm. The Hippocratic oath being broken. It's no, you shocking. mean hypocritic? Or, or, or. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, it's uh, it's very sad for those people who fell for it and have suffered the consequences. Not not only that, it's think about the, the consequences at, a, at an even bigger social level with this thing with the uh, with the COVID by itself. I mean, even though I have limited social interaction, I mean, what little people I communicate with, I can't I can't finish listening to all the stories of families broken up because of this uh, divide of the COVID, you know, those that are for it, those that are against, and how many people are left all alone because their family has turned their back on them, because they're considered traitors. And the thing that gets me is the uh, extremely the, the violent, hostile uh, act, uh, attitude of the families that are in favor of the COVID, it's just it's it's almost like it's like uh, it's like religious fanatism. I mean, they're 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 ready to pick up a gun and just put somebody to death because oh, you you mean you're not you don't believe in the COVID or you mean you don't believe in the vaccine? It's like, but the, we're not talking. This is not a religious war. I mean, why are you people acting this way? It's it's incredible. I think it it's a. It's uh, one of those things where they're t- mass hypnosis type of things. Yeah, they called it mass formation, this uh, yeah. psychosis. And, and it's rather MK Ultra like if, if you mm. 
if you like, you know, especially with the constant bombardment by the media of this COVID narrative. And yet, you know, look at the all they did was they renamed flu to COVID because yeah. because they had virtually no flu deaths in 2021. Um, they had no cases. No. In 20 no. or 21. No cases of the flu. Mm. Yeah, it may have been 20, actually, when it first started, that suddenly all the uh, all the cases were COVID. And, I mean, this stupid PCR test. I mean, I tried to tell the guy at the RV park, well, you know the PCR, and he just shot me down in flames. Don't even go there. He was so convinced by this PCR test and oh you need to get tested and it's like I have never been tested and never intend to but they're just blind blindsided that they've got no they're not open whatsoever to any kind of questioning of that narrative um I mean I told this guy who's you know fully vaccinated boosted who was telling everybody he knew where to get boosted and and when i told him that um one of the employees who had worked the previous year in the office at the rv park she worked on the school buses she was kind of took care of the special needs children so i would guarantee that she was made to take the vaccine well she came down with the worst case of shingles that went on for months i don't even know if she's recovered and i told him this and i said you do realize that's one of the listed side effects of the vaccine and he said oh oh well, I'd better tell his wife to go and get a shingles vaccine. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. And this guy claims to be, you know, he's an ex-EMT person, so he thinks he's God's gift to medicine. And he swallowed the whole thing hook, line and sinker. And when I had a bad cold, um, it was after my car accident in July. And I, I find that I, my body reacts that way with the stress. Um, you know, I tend, I've had that happen before when I've had a fall and I'll get this cold afterwards. Well, aren't you going to get a test? No. Or oh, you really ought to have a test so that you'll know whether you've had COVID or not. I said, if I have a test and it says COVID, I won't do anything different from what I'm doing now. I don't, I don't need to take a test. This obsession with testing when, I mean, not only when you've got some symptoms of a cold, <laughs> which, you know, in mild cases, that's all COVID is. Um, even these that in, insist on, on all these tests when they're asymptomatic. And when the PCR test is, is never designed to test for viruses and they have to turn up the number of cycles to such a high level that you can't rely on anything that the test spits But don't back those things you. come pre-contaminated? I mean, fresh out of the box, they're, they're already, um, they already react as positive? Yes. And they've got these nanoparticles on them. I mean, and they go right up to the right so far up your nostril it's getting towards the brain i mean god and the people that 
subjected these children to it. Poor kids screaming the place down, having this thing shoved right up inside the head. It's awful, awful what some people um, complied with. And now, of course, the G20 has announced they're all in favour of us having these international vaccine passports to do international travel. Well... You're talking. You're talking about the group that, that Biden was just with. Yeah, in Bali, and and yeah. they're all there in these weird shirts that are all the same pattern and different colours, and they look like flipping Chinese communists, all of them. And it was so sickening to see Rishi Sunak from the UK and Trudeau just fawning all over each other. I nearly threw up. <laughs> of course, they're all the WEF people, so. <clears throat> okay, you said WEF. Break that out and explain to people why, because most people know it, but a lot of people, I, you know, what are you talking about? Because we talk about it all the time. Yeah, the WEF is... Is the World Economic Forum, and it's headed by Klaus Schwab, um, somebody who has not been elected by anybody, very much in bed with the likes of Bill Gates and, and co. And what they, what they have claimed to have done is to, they have this young, young leaders club where they have all these people that they've indoctrinated into the WEF um, propaganda and basically um, it's it's to roll out what's known as the Great Reset and they they boast about having infiltrated governments all around the world with these WEF um, trained <laughs> Um, young leaders. So you've got Macron, he's one of them. Trudeau, he's one of them. Jakinda Azern in New Zealand is one of them. Rishi Sunak is one of them. Um, oh, the list goes on and on. And this is why... Including you see Vladimir list. Putin. Yeah, he was one as well, yeah. And so was Tulsi Gabbard, and, you know, people raise question marks about her, but she seems to have shifted. Now, of course, you know, people can can do things that make them look like good, good guys. That's why it's sometimes so difficult to gauge, you know, is this person genuine or are they just, uh, you know, selling a story to make it, make them look good until they get into power? And then it's, you know... Um, back on track for the uh, I don't Great trust, Reset. I don't trust Tulsi Gabbard. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm kind of um, reserving judgment on that one. Um, because the rest of them are so obvious. I mean, uh, Sunak, the new um, UK Prime Minister, Sunak, He's just been over to Zelensky to, in Ukraine, and that made you want to throw up when you saw him. Oh, so, ugh. 
fawning all over Zelensky. Oh, you're such a hero and all this stuff. <laughs> so basically, this great reset is the playbook that you're seeing all over the world. It's pushing climate change so that you control the energy, you control the food supply, you control everything. And part of it is the depopulation agenda that is being rolled out through the kill shot, through the vaccines. So none of this is to save the planet. None of it is to make life better for people. It's all meant for control. This is why they're rolling out these um, IDs. They're talking about, um, you know, recording your carbon footprint. They're talking about a central digital banking system where they can switch on and off your access to money, just like Trudeau did in Canada um, when the truckers were protesting. They actually shut off access to money by people who, um, who donated to, to the trucker fund. This is what they're aiming for. So if you're not a good boy or girl, if you don't do as you're told, then you won't be able to buy certain things. You won't be able to um, get access to money. We're going to get rid of cash. It's a complete agenda for control and domination. And people are lining up to buy electric vehicles and saying, oh, yes, climate change. You know, if we don't do something, we're all going to die. And they've been, <laughs> they've been putting out these climate change, global warming hoaxes for the last like 70 years. And every warning about, well, the, you know, the water level is going to rise and all these places will be underwater never happened. Um, all the ice at the at the poles will melt. Never happened. All the polar bears are dying out. There are more polar bears now than they were when when they announced this. Everything is a complete and utter lie. So if you want to know the truth, just reverse anything that these people say, and you'll be much closer to the truth. I agree. And welcome back to the Say What Show. It's November 19th, 2022. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard, Walt Silva, and Jan Shaw. I hope you're all back, yes? Hello, hello. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, good. I'm here. Oh, I'm here. Okay, so we really haven't um, talked to Walt. Is there something else you wanted to say about what we were talking about, or would you like to, do you have some other subject you thought about or ran into this week? <laughs> What are you talking to me? I'm talking to you, yeah. Oh, but this is Jan. Jan is here. I know, but maybe you had something. This is here. Jan's Saturday. <laughs> this is not just any Saturday. This is Jan's <laughs> Saturday. Are you kidding? Okay. She must have something else, down, you know, up her sleeve. I have something. All right, oh, Dolly, go for it. I wanted to say, McCarthy, that Kevin McCarthy dude. He is so freaking evil. It oozes off his body. 
And they're wanting, oh, he's so great. We're going to make him take over Nancy Pelosi's spot, which makes me believe, okay, so uh, finally the good guys got rid of the Pelosi bitch, but they're replacing all that evilness with Kevin McCarthy. So even though the representatives have taken over the House, they're going to have more trouble than they think they're going to have because they still have the evil in charge of the House. Now, this is all my opinion from what I have been uh, researching and stuff. But to look at McCarthy, look at the black of his eyes. I mean, black pure black of his eyes that's one of one of the tells for me but um just uh, keep praying for keep praying for all of us please because this evil war is not done yet like trump said we still have some bad shit to go through keep the faith i had lost when when trump was promoting the vaccines I kept thinking, I love the man, what he's doing, but I can't understand the vax. He's pissing me off about the vax. But then, when I just this week found out he's a freaking hero, he has saved hundreds of thousands of people because he had a choice to make. 400 billion. billion. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. He's a freaking hero. I stick with the hero, y'all. I really stick with the hero. I finally got myself out of the funk because even I went in a funk over Trump. But when I heard the decode stuff from his speech, oh, my gosh, it all. It was like somebody washed the fuzz off of my windshield, and I was able to see more clearly. If you if you haven't heard any of the decode uh, people say what all is entailed in that speech, because we all know, have known from the beginning, Trump speaks in code. Well, they were decoding, and um, I think there. I didn't believe what I didn't agree with everything they said, but. It helped me to see clearly, clearly, better, more better (laughs) by listening (laughs) to what they had to say. So um, I just wanted to give a pep talk to those who are maybe still rutting around in the mud like I was and being depressed and thinking, what the F is going on? It's okay. It really is. It really is. It's still okay. God has won. We have to play this out, which I don't understand or like the playing out of it. But I know we have to go through it. But don't lose. Don't lose the faith, y'all. Please don't lose the faith. That's the end of my pep talk. I'm done. I just want to say the optics of where he was speaking. There were some very interesting things. First off, the hall, I, I, you, I looked at this, this venue, 
and I'm thinking I, I somehow how I felt I was in the uh, what is it that uh, French uh, huge uh, estate there um, Venice not Venice uh, uh, something like that you guys would know it if I could remember but I felt like it was a it was caught in a weird weird time you know by because it looks like a you know a European castle Marilargo in the area they were in. And then the other thing was the flags. The first thing Dolly said to me, look at the fringe on the flags. And then Jan mentioned it was 18 flags, right, Jan? 19. 19. 19. Okay, 19. Mm -hmm. And um, first off, it's kind of weird that... (sighs) What the hell? Um, It's kind of weird that they would have those kind that many flags in somebody announcing for president it was definitely a a message to me and um jan wasn't sure because normally when you see those flags it represents what's called uh maritime law or admiralty law in in the courtrooms because we talk about that all the time but what this was signifying was military flags and i did copy that where did I get it? Put it in chat. But um, do you have that in front of you, Jan? Where the hell did I put that? Oh, it's down here somewhere. Hang on a minute. I'll just whiz down. <clears throat> because I thought that was, uh, and it, that was from... Um, here we are. I found it. Go ahead. Read it, please. What is the significance of the gold fringe which we see on some United States flags? Answer. Records indicate that that fringe was first used on the flag as early as 1835. It was not until 1895 that it was officially added to the national flag for all regiments of the army. For civilian use, fringe is not required as an integral part of the flag, nor can its use be said to constitute an unauthorized addition to the design prescribed by statute. It is considered that fringe is used as an honourable enrichment only military tradition. The courts have deemed without merit and frivolous lawsuits that contend that the gold fringe adorning the flag confirm, conferred admiralty maritime jurisdiction. So I responded, I said, well, thank you, Nancy, because I didn't realise that. So he was indicating that he had the military behind him and also that he's still the commander-in-chief. As the 19th president of the republic. Yes, absolutely. And, and for people that don't understand that, um, in 1873, the congress of the united states essentially gave over the district of columbia to the international bankers and the international cartel over the many decades has taken over the it's the third tier of the bureaucracy in that you've got appointed or elected people in the top area of it and you have a lot of movement in the second area of it. So you got the president, then you've got the um, uh, uh, what's he, the director of DOJ, Department of Justice, the head of DOJ, and then you've got the FBI. Well, those those areas will move around a lot, but the real infiltration of the 
uh, corporate structure is in the bureaucrats. They don't work for the United States. They don't work for you. Well, they work for the United States Corporation. They don't work for you and I. They don't adhere to the Constitution. Um, it, it's a, a business, okay? So, but that all happened. The, the time frame for that to have been set into motion was 1873. Uh, so that's what we're talking about is that at that point you had eight, the 18 presidents had been there. But the 19th president was considered under the corporation. And what they're doing is that they're, they're going back to the original constitution, the original republic, and they're saying, no, this, was, this, this whole stealing of the republic happened when they sold out to the international bankers. And we're going back there. So the 19th president of the United States is Trump because he was sworn in, as best as I know, he was sworn in as president of the republic of the, it's really a federation, you know, it's it's the states that came together that set up the federal government in order to do things that was more efficient by having a federal government than all individuals, states like colonies or, or, you know, countries even. So, it was a matter of expediency as far as just saying, oh, no, we, we, we've discontinued that corporation. And there were a lot of other legal things that were involved in the ending of that corporation. There was some kind of a contract. And, I mean, when, when you hear this history of it, we'll probably all be bored with it. But, yeah, he's the, pres- he's the, he's the 19th president of the United States. So that's why there were 19 flags, military flags. Don't think of them as milita- as admiralty court flags. These were the original military flags as Jan read. So, just another indicator. Yeah, and and we have to remember as well that the inauguration of Biden was a complete fake, because you know you got people on some shots being there and then not there, and also the blue sky that was shown at the inauguration was not the weather that that was in washington that day it was cloudy um and of course you you had all the (laughs) they didn't they didn't have crowds there they just put flags there because they knew nobody would show up and so on and so forth um so you know that really makes sense to me and i just want to add something else because we have to remember the number of times that trump has said we have it all. So as it relates to COVID, they already knew what the, um, what the plan of the deep state was. So they had to plan a counterattack against it. So I don't think anything that Trump did was from a place of ignorance It was all pre-planned with all the white hats. And on Twitter today, people were sharing the video of Trump speaking after the rally at the Capitol on January 6th, which was taken down by all the deep state, you know, tech platforms, Facebook, Twitter and the like. And he is saying to them, to the people that were there you need to go home now you need to go in peace and he said and i picked this out 
um, don't fall into their hands, which to me means he knew exactly what Pelosi and the deep state planned in terms of the setup of this to make it look like an insurrection. Um, I mean, it's so obvious to everybody. And, you know, you've got this hypocritical bunch of criminals talking about protecting democracy. And you've got political prisoners in D.C. prisons being denied medical treatment, being denied a trial, being denied um, visits from their legal team, being denied evidence that is exculpatory. It is third world communist um, behavior, but he knew, he knew they were going to do this. And in fact, there's one shot before the rally and it shows him and the family in a tent and he holds up a red folder. And I can't remember exactly what the significance of that was, but I think it might have been something like a sentence or um something like that because it was noted at the time this significance of the red folder i have to see if i can find it but he knew it was going to happen he knew and now it's come out of course that um the proud boys and the oath keepers had all been infiltrated by the fbi so they knew you know they didn't if there was going to be an insurrection, they did nothing to prevent it. We know that there were um, Antifa people there dressed up as MAGA supporters. We know that there were FBI in there inciting. We know that the Capitol Police opened the doors and waved the people in. I mean, really, we don't even need the 14,000 hours of video camera because we've already seen it. And yet Trump... Um, was responsible for an insurrection. I mean, the the encouraging thing is they're absolutely desperate to find any way to get at Trump, to stop him from running, uh, get him in prison, get him indicted, desperate, 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 which just says, you know, it underscores the fact that they're losing every time. And we were talking about it yesterday, Nancy. Everything they do to try and make Trump look guilty only backfires and, and proves that they're guilty. It's, it's really laughable, some of it. <laughs> well, you know, you, you got to think, to me, the, the telltale sign of him actually knowing what was going to happen was that before he ever let the people go, you heard noise at the Capitol. In other words, that's one of the, that's one of the things that, that they, they can't fudge, is that the vast majority, and it was a huge crowd, I, you know, you never saw any panning out of the crowd, but I understand it was, you know, many thousands of people. And he kept them all there and spoke until in the background you could hear it was like popping noises, like maybe it was, I don't know what it was, but there was sound of, you know, some kind of, something was going wrong over there. And it was only then that he let them go. So that by the time they could have ever gotten to, as a as a massive 
you know, 20,000 people there, it was already over. Yeah, they'd already broken in. They'd already broken in. So yeah. to me, that when, I, when, when somebody pointed out that, you know, you can hear in the background, you know, the noise, and I went, ah, so he waited until he heard it because the crowd would never have the time to actually get there because I mean if you're in if you've gone there in a peaceful way and they do this it's got thousands of people there's going to be a stampede there's going to be death and destruction all over the place because people are going to run away from it you know there's going to be very few people that are going to run towards that they're going to run away because they don't know what it is but they don't like it so you would have had a massive uh, just a stampede problem at that point but instead before they ever really left that area, you could already hear there was a problem. And most people just turned around and, and walked away from it. Because who's going to go in there? You know, the helicopters yeah. are coming in and every and, and the sirens are going off. You're not going to go there. So, yeah, it's another case of, of if you really look at the details, you go, oh, wow. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and, and as I always say, you have to look at it from a, a standpoint of detachment so you can really see the picture properly rather than getting caught up in emotional reaction. It's like, you know, this doesn't make sense at all. And I mean, the, the, um, the videos of these people that were Trump supporters walking between the, the poles, you know, the... The um, you know they were the ropes that they used to cordon off. You know they're all you know quite happily walking along there and taking photographs and all the rest of it. And that was nothing like an insurrection. And of course, the people that got hurt were the Trump supporters. I mean, there's that horrific story that I've shared on you know. Let's shows. not let's not do that again. <laughs> no. But, you know, and I, I was watching it and seeing these um, flashbang grenades and the the police were just attacking these peaceful protesters. It was horrific. You couldn't believe it was America. And imagine if the rest of the crowd had been there. I, I mean, you know, we, we can look at how bad things are, but then you if you really stand back and look at it, you go, oh, but it could have been a lot worse. So, mm. you know, we have to look at... You know, if we're not right about the white hats and the and the Trumpster, good Lord, we're screwed. <laughs> you know, we'd better have uh, angels or gods or something come down because it's not a good road that these people have planned for us. I mean, they've already had five five million people come over the border. That is a huge, huge invasion. Imagine those people if they had Chinese helmets on. Where would we be? Mm. You know? Yeah. And, yes, a lot of them are very, very good people, probably the majority of them. But, you know, if you just take 10% that are actually infiltrators of the Chinese army, we're screwed. We're screwed. So you have to you have to pray that, you know, the what there are enough of us that are good, decent, absolutely, you know, try to be godlike people who 
have enough energy to override the dark side. And I'm, I'm telling people, I say, and I'm doing it. I, I, I really am doing it. it think of, a th I'm using a fullerene. I'm putting a fullerene around the Capitol. And I'm, you know, the, the Congress itself, okay? And I'm just filling it with love. And love didn't really work for me because it's, it's, it's a frequent, the concept, the word love just wasn't working for me. So I went through the, the words that have the same frequency, which is love, gratitude, appreciation, care, and there's five of them. What did I miss? I'm not sure. Walt, do you remember? Gratitude, appreciation, care. Is Walt probably left us? I don't know what word you use, but I know that... Uh in, in, in Yogananda's reality, the, the word that he, he doesn't use the word love, he uses the word devotion. Oh, that's interesting. Because love tends to be more, at the time that he wrote that, uh, the people's concept of love was more of romantic love. Yeah. And he was more, and he was talking more in the, uh, along unconditional love, so he used the word devotion all the time. Well, the word that the word that seemed to match the energy that I wanted to put there was care. You know, you people, you got to care for your other human beings. You've got to care about doing the right thing more than all of the BS is being thrown up in front of you. And so, in my case, I'm putting the fullerene around it, and I'm just, I take a few seconds just to stop and imagine the the word care just vibrating inside of that because it's one of the energies that is you know just a little bit off from the, the love energy they're all the same within the same let's say frequency signature so you know you can do it with love you can throw a blanket you can just whatever but let's try to let's say game the system by putting in so much good energy in that area that the dark just can't operate. So we're not going to have to worry about, you know, if, if what's his face, uh, the guy you guys don't like, uh, the new leader, what's his name? McCarthy. Yeah, McCarthy. So you won't have to worry if McCarthy is bad because McCarthy, the dark energy that may be controlling him, can't operate. It just it can't operate in 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 and because I believe that they, the first thing that they did was put 5G in the capital. So they these people that were good people that went in and sometimes you know you see somebody and you go like, wow that guy sounds really good he's saying the right things it's, everything's good and the next thing you know they're saying something you're going like whoa why would you say that? You know, um, you, it's almost a schizophrenia in some of these people. Not all of them, but some of them. I think of Lindsey Graham. It's a yeah. word you are trying to think of appreciation. Yeah, no, you, no, gratitude, appreciation. No, I don't know what it is. I'll have to look at my notes or ask Derek. I think Derek said it. I mean, we also have to remember that a lot of these people aren't those people anymore. <clears throat> I mean, somebody put out this um, these comparisons between, you know, the old Biden, the new Biden, the old Pence, the new Pence, um, and a whole list of people that are just not the same people. 
I mean, it was put out again today by somebody on Twitter showing the old Biden right-handed and the new Biden left-handed. Um, so we are, we, you know, it's very easy to forget that we're watching a movie play out here. And it is the need to wake up the normies that is holding things back because... You know, as we were saying before, they've been so brainwashed by the propaganda and everything else and controlled by fear and everything else. They don't believe that anything so bad could be done by these people because most people are not evil. You know, this is evil incarnate. So it's very hard for people um to accept that everything that they've thought was reality is actually being a complete and utter lie and not for their benefit at all, but for the opposite. So, um, you know, that's why we have to kind of step back and say, you know, we have to remember this is a movie playing out and it's tough, you know, it's getting tougher because, you know, we're getting to the, <laughs> the, you know, the dark you know, the dark before the dawn, as it were. But, I mean, it's like Mike Pence. He's supposedly wanting to run for president in 2024, and he's promoting his book. And he put something on Twitter that said, what we need is a president who, uh, with gentleness and respect. And I'm thinking, gentle, gentleness? You get peace through strength. Can you imagine being gentle about, you know, um, somebody trying to invade the U.S. or somebody trying to, to pull a fast one over trade deals or, or, you know, and I said it sounds like he wants a safe space in case any of the other world leaders are, are mean to him. <laughs> I mean, it's... So he wants a president that will hide in the bathroom every time? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. And and who will cave when it comes to, you know, a really important constitutional matter like certifying the 2020 election. We have gentleness with criminals, mm. murderers. They Psychopaths. let them walk. Yeah, they let them walk. Oh, you murdered four people? Well, isn't that a shame? Well, okay, I know you were traumatized doing the murders, so you can go home and rest and watch TV. Well, it's like the guy who plowed into that group of 25 police cadets running in somewhere in California, and they let him go because they couldn't be certain of his motive. I heard CNN's trying to blame it on the vehicle. It's the vehicle's fault. <laughs> what, just like the hammer that hit Pelosi in the head? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pelosi, who's been in Gitmo since the beginning of October, and <laughs> it's even around. Uh, I heard he said that he'd rather be where he is than than with uh, Nancy because she was so abusive. <laughs> <laughs> really, yeah, I can I can believe that. Um, I'd like to get your take. That's being a general you on um, 
it was something somebody shared on Facebook Messenger from Real Raw News, and you know they're not a favourite of mine. But it was a report that said that there had been a gun battle between Marines and um, these um, police or whatever it was at the Federal Reserve. And that the the Marines lost the battle and they had casualties and everything else. And the Fed apparently has had a a fence erected like so many other places in D.C. And I was just curious if, A, you'd read it, B, what your take was, because, you know, going back, um, I didn't particularly follow closely, but there was Nancy Drew and there was Richard Citizen Journalist, and they were all saying that D.C. was completely shut down and, you know, the streets were empty and blah, 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 blah. But even so... My response was, well, surely if there was that level of of gunfire, surely someone, even in the truth community, would have reported on it. But I've not seen anything. I don't know if anybody else here has, but it just didn't seem to ring true for me. I don't know what you're talking about, so I didn't see it. But uh, they finally, I heard something yesterday. Where the hell did I see? On one of the videos that Deanna sent out, Dina, however you say her name. I apologize, Deanna. Dina. Um, But anyway... I forgot where I was going, but it was important. Oh, yes. oh they announced that uh, the tribunals being held in the White House are finally uh, getting toward the end. And then they talked about the buses that uh, Nancy Drew always sees, Kelly. Mm. They were talking about the buses, and those could be tied in with the tribunals being held at the White House. I told you Biden's never been in there. He never stepped foot in that place. No, no, I'm sure he did Trump didn't. said he wouldn't, and he won't. Mm. So, yeah, I haven't really been following uh, Nancy Drew. I don't know if she's still doing videos. I'm Richard Sisson, journalist, to see the state of play in D.C., so um, that was just why I queried it. I've posted the link to the article in chat so people can see what I was referring to. Well, why don't you just read it? I've got it up in front of me, and I think it's worth reading. <clears throat> and, okay. and for two reasons. One, because it's, it's an interesting situation. And two, because I want people to hear real raw news because... So you know that some of us think it's all right, some of us think it's not. We don't know, basically, whether it's true or not. But um, he's been doing this for two years, and so you'll get a feeling for what he, you know, puts out there. But this one is, uh, I think it's worth reading, so if you don't mind. Okay. So, as it shows in chat, gunfight at the Federal Reserve. This was 
published 14th of November, so only a few days ago, while most Americans sat glued to televisions and electronic devices on the evening of November the 8th, a blistering firefight between U.S. Marines devoted to restoring order to the Republic and federal agents loyal to the criminal Biden regime took place at the Federal Reserve headquarters in Washington, D.C., with the Marines suffering a crushing defeat. Real Raw News can now report. Although RRN takes no pleasure in highlighting white hat losses, we have an obligation to report them just as we do their triumphs. On the morning of November the 8th, General David H. Berger greenlit an operation to seize control of the Federal Reserve. After learning that the criminal Biden regime was in the process of buttressing the building's security with a 10-foot tall perimeter wall to prevent the outside world from discovering that the criminals within were minting billions and billions of dollars, fiat currency unbacked by gold, meant to reach the hands of Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. Well, that's definitely believable, because that's what they've been doing. Uh, Sources in General Berger's office told RRM that the general spoke to both President Trump and Trump's advisers before committing to the raid. The consensus, he added, was that the Fed would be dark and mostly empty due to it being election day, with only a small contingent of Treasury agents guarding the six-storey steel beam structure. General Berger, sources added, handpicked two Marine Scout sniper platoons comprised of 24 men to fulfill the mission, the objectives of which included surveilling the building, eliminating or subduing opposition and destroying the engraving and printing machines. The Marines arrived at the Fed at about 1 a.m. and exploited a gap in the wall that was still under construction. While snipers provided overwatch, the other Marines stealthily approached the front doors. Then all hell broke loose. The doors flung open and Treasury agents equipped with NVGs, I'm not sure what they are, and armed with automatic rifles unleashed a phalanx of bullets at the Marines, striking and killing four Marines as they tried to rush the doors. The Marine snipers returned fire and downed three Treasury agents, while the Marines in the courtyard dove for cover and fired into the doorway with their own M27 rifles. Three more Marines were struck down as they moved to flank the doors, and then IRS snipers appeared in the windows of the upper level, taking pot shots in the general direction of the Marine super sniper squads. One IRS sniper took a headshot and was felled, but the Marines quickly realized they were outmanned and outgunned as flood lamps illuminated the exterior and a voice echoed, you've walked into a trap and are covered from an elevated position. Drop your weapons and surrender. We have you outnumbered 20 to 1. The Marines began a tactical retreat, laying down suppressive fire as they withdrew two by two, through the gap in the wall from whence they came. The marine snipers plunked at the windows and doorway while the men on the ground evaded a hailstorm of gunfire. Another marine was wounded during the egress and the remaining marines escaped unharmed. This was a loss, a source in General Berger's office later told Real Raw News. They obviously knew we were coming, we don't know how. 
that place is printing money hand over fist and sending it overseas. We meant to stop it. Matters are worse now, but we'll find a way. And that's the end of the, um, the article. So um, I didn't actually look up to find out who General H. Berger is. That might be worth looking at. Anyway, I'm handing it back over to you, Nancy. Berger's a good guy, Jan. I think he's the uh, top general in the White Hats. Millie is bad. Sorry to disappoint you, but uh, my dowsing tells me the article is not true for what it's (laughs) worth. Yeah, I, I... That's why I reserved judgment on it. It just didn't seem to ring true to me. Um, so I'm glad you doused it, Walt. So we just wasted time, but it was an interesting story. Yeah. But, but everything it we also do is, shows uh, is to people <laughs> that we, even we, have to do research. Oh, yeah. Um, we do reality we sci-fi, so... Yeah, we can't declare everything truth. We Mm-mm. can't declare anything truth. We have to research just like other everybody else. And also, I mean, you get an intuitive feel about things. That's that's what I get. It, it, it can be in the language that's used. It may be something that just doesn't seem logical, you know, but it's also a feeling that of discernment that, you know, I've learned to trust. Well, okay. So how did we get onto that? Or where would you like to go from here? <laughs> well, I just raised it out of the blue, so it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. You wanted to ask, you asked us what we thought and we, we didn't know because we hadn't seen it seen it yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So but that's what real raw news does. They put these interesting little stories out there, and you don't know if they're true or not. I mean, they've done stories about tribunals and hangings and all sorts of things. It's just another one of those. My thing is that if this guy was saying that Hillary Clinton's dead and was hung, I think that Hillary Clinton should probably try to stop him from saying that. And there's been no shutdown of this website for two years. So no. that's 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 why I'm, you know, questioning it. And you know, it, at the bottom here it says um, 2,023 visits today. That's a lot of traffic. But there are a lot of websites that are kind of under the wire that they're not. I mean, yes, he's getting traffic and everything, but it's not kind of being shared around the mainstream anywhere. And when I say mainstream, I don't mean the mainstream media. I mean, even in, you know, the alternative news. So it's it's not getting that kind of visibility. Um, that's, that, that's not true. Janine has commented on it. She says it's true. Um, I think Eustava said something, maybe, Walt, did, do you remember Eustava saying yeah, something? Yeah, but, but that's No, I don't remember. I remember Janine talking about real world news. And also um, Matthew Ward confirms it's real. Yeah, but they're not main, they're not the big 
following well, they are for alternative me. news. They're not out on Twitter and they're not out on Facebook and they're not, you know, like Epoch Times and Gateway Pundit and all these other ones that have got millions following them. Um, we know about them because, you know, we follow that kind of stuff. Well, it's, yeah, that's, uh, what I, that's what I'm trying to say to you, you know, that there are levels of the conspiracy community. And you've got people that, you know, we can name all the big names and they're out there and they're saying what they're saying, you know. And then you've got other people like us and we're sitting here going like, well, let's just put a C60 around the capital and fill it with love and care and appreciation <laughs> and gratitude and you know that energy can't let the black won't the black dark side can't work in it and everything will be okay <laughs> you know i mean there's that our level of looking at um, all levels of the reality absolutely but i don't think it's something that um i mean it's probably downplayed i mean i would never search on google for something like real raw news um even DuckDuckGo is compromised now sold out i mean i use brave most of the time if i'm looking for something that's you know on the fringe as they call What's it that brave b-r-a-v-e yeah bra the brave browser huh i haven't heard about it before yeah browser yeah. or search engine well, it's a browser, but it incorporates its own search engine. So you need to install, download and install uh, the browser. Yeah. Um, Not going to do um, that. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know. So, Dolly, you got anything else there that you've been thinking about? Oh. I know I do, but I can't think of it, and I can't. Right now, I, I, I'm not in a state where I can go find my notes. Okay. I would get completely lost right now. We went out shopping today, and that took me out. We went to Coles uh, and got me a bathrobe, and I got Russell's uh, Christmas present. And we went to, not Marshall's, the uh, craft place, Michael's. And, and we went to Home Goods, and I got a new spatula. And, so, and then Annette says, let's go to uh, Longhorns. So we went to Longhorns and ate. And I've had a really, really busy day and I find I get tired and confused by the time we get home. So I couldn't find it my notes. Well, I'm hoping that you'll stop going out with your daughter. No, Nancy, <laughs> I'm living. While I'm here, I am living life. I want to live life. I don't want to hibernate like a bear in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had a lot of fun. And I, we saw people outside walking into Michael's, a whole freaking family wearing masks. And then we saw a couple people solo wearing masks. 
and and then we saw more people in the crowd wearing masks. <laughs> what the hell is the matter with these people? I know. I've just joined this fitness club here in uh, <clears throat> in Arizona because I need to lose some weight. And, and also, since I had that accident, I've had a lot of stiffness in my legs and hips and things. I'm thinking, well, if I exercise more, I'll hopefully loosen it up. And I'm going up to the door, and there's this group family that comes out of a fitness place wearing masks. And it's like, really? <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy. And I still see people at the grocery store wearing a mask. And people oh, yeah. walking around outside in the fresh air wearing a mask. And it's yeah. like, what the hell? I was waiting it's... in the car because Annette ran into Publix to pick up two items. And uh, I'm seeing all these different people getting out of their car by themselves nobody in the car with them wearing a mask and they go into public people really people need help I know it's like it's almost become a dependency an addiction I you know, think it's it like, is oh yeah. I can't go out without without a mask it's right. and I mean the thing is and, and this is all part of the PSYOP thing they made masks into like a fashion accessory yeah you know all these different designs of masks and everything and it's like this is just bizarre it's sick you know it, we'll muzzle it's an you. addiction they have yeah. created another addiction mm-hmm. yep <laughs> well i was watching gutfeld on um let me think when was it I guess it was Friday night. And they had had the Patriot um, uh, Awards given to people who have done some amazing things, you know, like fire rescue or soldiers, just good-hearted people that just do good things. And so Fox goes down there with, you know, they're all their headliners, and they all were were doing their shows, and Gutfeld's show stayed for a Friday night, and they did a show. And one of the guys, Dave, I can't remember his last name, he's uh, somebody that lives here in, in Miami, but he's, he's on the Gutfeld show up in New York quite often, but now they're in his turf. And Greg and Kat started this bickering back and forth about nothing. And this Dave guy says, whoa, 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 wait a minute, you're in the state of Florida. Look at how these New Yorkers are. They're all bent out of shape about something that does not matter. Stop it. You're in Florida now. And it was so funny. I mean, it was like they looked at each other and thought, wow. You know, and, you know, everybody was laughing about it because it was so true. Uh, So it's, it's, it's a really interesting thing to see what's happened to New York City from the eyes of the people that are living there and the people that, you know, like in Dave's case, he he has to fly up there to do these shows and other things he does. But it was uh, it was pretty funny. It is the free state of Florida, except that there's a lot of really, really nasty things that go on down here. So we're not, you know, innocent by any means. It's just that there's more of the good guys that are, you know, in control down here. <laughs> 
hopefully good guys. <laughs> who knows? Who knows who's the good guy and the bad guy? Dolly knows. She looks at their eyes. <laughs> she can tell. It's not just their eyes. It's their... Uh, I don't see auras, but yet I do see what surrounds them. And, and it's like it, it's coming out from their body. Uh, and I can see this stuff that's coming out around their body. So uh, it's not just their eyes, but their eyes are are the first clue that I see. Yes, if they're black, uh, I don't want to be anywhere near them. I don't even want to be in the same city or state with them. <laughs> that's speaking how bad speaking I think of or speaking of ours, Derek went to a. a an intuitive psychic uh, it was like a, in a theater type of thing you know these two people got together and he said they were really legitimate and it was a lot of fun but he sent me a selfie and you can see this aura coming out of Derek's head it's really strange <laughs> I don't have the picture it's still on my phone I didn't think to download it but everybody um, has an aura yeah it's yeah. cool he got a picture of it. Yeah, yeah. But you actually see them, huh? Uh, well, I see something coming from their their whole body comes out like uh, bristles coming out. That's the only way I can describe how uh, how I see it. Uh, just like bristles sticking out of their body, but it's not really bristles. I'll have to send you the picture because that kind of exp- says kind of what the sounds like. I mean, what oh, you just cool. said kind of is what. I'll send you the picture and then. Uh, yeah. I guess I'm gonna have to make. I have to make myself a note. Make a photo, photo, because we'll have to show that at least because it was so cool. And he's also got a new blog up. If you go to Mystical Wares and you look at the. Uh, things that they've got on the first page. He's got a blog now. It's really interesting. He's talking about water, and he's showing you how he makes the uh, silver-saturated shungite that, you know, is impressive. <laughs> you watch him pour all this, this silver. Oh, yeah, and sometimes we use a silver dollar, and he flips it in there, and he's about to beat it up. I think there might be some kind of a legality of destroying... <laughs> Destroying money. Monetary, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Especially silver dollars. Oh yeah. my gosh. But we're in the we're in the last minute here, Dolly, so you want to say oh. good night? Good night, everybody. Thanks for hanging in with us. And uh be strong. Keep the faith. We're winning. Don't forget love blankets. Evil can't take love. Love you guys. Bye bye. And Walter? Uh, good night, everybody. Jan, thank you for being with us today. It was a great, it was a great show. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you, Walt. I appreciate that. It's been great fun being here, and I just get kind of stimulated to share all this stuff. <laughs> it just kicks me off. So, thank you to everybody for listening and um, sending lots of love. Well, I'm just very grateful that you know all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, it just is because I mean I watch a lot of news. You know I watch forty hours or more of news every every. You know news or if I add the internet stuff, it's like even more than that. 
But you can put things in such a succinct way. I really appreciate it. You find you find people that can. So thanks, everybody. Sorry about the first part of the show. Or I don't know what we're going to do in the replays, but be safe. Alrighty then. So we are very short on the show because of all the technical problems we had. So what I've done here is I'm going to play a clip from uh, Jan Shaw's uh, Creating Consciousness show that played today uh, before this show and her summation of what President Trump uh, said when he was saying that he's going to run again. So I'm going to play that and that's only, I don't know, about five minutes or so. But then I'm going to follow it with um, Tim Ball, Dr. Ball's um, discussion of climate change because they keep pushing, the only thing they've really got out there besides the pandemic that's blowing up in their faces is the climate change. And we all of us have to become more, uh, let's say, informed on what's really happening so that when these people, you know, are coming at, oh, the climate, you can at least say, well, you know, what about this and what about that? So that's about 10 minutes. So you can hang in here, and I think you'll find this uh, is as informative as... Uh, the original show was. Appreciate you all. Be safe. I'm going to start with just picking out the key points from Trump's announcement, which I think was Tuesday. Um, I took some notes of what he was saying during his speech uh, before and after he actually made the announcement. And then um, I was sent uh, a, a video of a decode of his announcement. And I must say, I only listened to part of it or watched part of it because some of it was just not starting to, was was starting to not feel right. And, you know, that was a bit of a red flag. So let's just go through Trump's speech. Um, he actually implied that China interfered in the 2020 election which is interesting uh, because, of course, he did sign executive orders relating to foreign interference in elections. Um, what, but he also said something very strange. Why did he say, I've gone decades without a war? the first president to do it for that long a period. Now, I don't know if anybody has a clue as to why he should say for decades, because he was obviously only in power for four years. Um, China, Russia, Iran, North Korea were in check, uh, which is an interesting reference to chess. And we know he's been playing 5D chess. Um, there's been a catalogue of weakness since Biden. And then he declared his candidacy for president. Um, one of the things I was wondering was why do the flags have the gold fringes? Because obviously that's a sign of maritime law, not um, and more like the the U.S. corporation rather than the U.S. republic. <laughs> Uh, in two years, Biden has destroyed the economy. We will build the greatest economy ever. We will do it quicker and bigger, better, stronger than anyone could ever imagine. The benefit of the pause is that we've seen how bad they've done. So we'll be able to do it properly 
and easily because everyone will have seen what a bad job has been done in this two-year period and it will be a four-year period. I think what it means is by the time 2024 comes around, Biden will have been in for four years. And it very much underscores this strategy of um, letting people see how bad it is. You know, Q often said, um, you can't just tell people, they have to see it. You have to show them. So um, definitely a confirmation of that. Um, Every policy will put America first. No men allowed in women's sports. Peace through strength. He mentioned the weaponization of the FBI, the CIA and the DOJ. He would clean out the festering rot of Washington, D.C. We will dismantle the deep state and restore government by the people. To further drain the swamp, he will push a constitutional amendment to impose term limits on members of Congress. A permanent ban on taxpayer funding of campaigns, lifetime ban on lobbying by former members of Congress and cabinet members, a ban on members of Congress trading stocks using inside information. Sure, that was a reference to Nancy Pelosi. We will do whatever we need to bring back confidence and trust in our elections. He will immediately demand voter ID, same-day voting, and only paper ballots, all votes counted by election night. Um, He considers that to be his personal job. Uh, There'll be a national greatness agenda. Anyone who takes on this rigged and corrupt system will be faced with a storm that only a few could understand. Eric Trump got more subpoenas than anyone. And then he went on to list all the opposition, FBI, CIA, Deep State, DOJ, Big Tech and so on. We will be attacked, slandered, persecuted, but we will not be intimidated. We will persevere. We will stand tall in the storm. We will march forward into the torrent and in the end we will win. And it's interesting that he mentioned the storm several times. Of course, you know, we're waiting for that uh, announcement. My fellow Americans, the storm is upon us. Um, He said, we will plant our American flag very soon on the surface of Mars. We need everyone's help and we need every patriot on board. This is a quest to save our country. And he ended by saying, America's golden age is just ahead and together we will make America. And he reeled off the usual powerful, wealthy, strong, proud, safe, glorious and great again. Um, There was one controversial thing that he said that not everybody agreed with, which was saying, and he'd said this before, that um, drug dealers should get the death penalty. And, you know, some people say, well, yes, because he was really referring to the to the cartels who are bringing all this fentanyl across the border and the number of deaths from fentanyl are just horrific. Um, So I think he was more, you know, targeting these serious drug dealers, not just the little men on the street kind of thing. So, um... Welcome back and uh, delighted to have with us today uh, Dr. Tim Ball. He is the author of a very unique read. You might want to check this one out. 
Human-caused global warming, the biggest deception in history. And Dr. Ball is, uh, well, it looks like he is a converted soul. We'll talk to him about that. Dr. Ball, good to see you. Thanks for your time. <laughs> well, thanks for the opportunity. Yeah. Uh, wow, this is pretty interesting. Tell us um, your own story first. Uh, what happened to you? Well, very very quickly, um, I was born in England near Stonehenge, so I always put Druid down in the religious section of the government form, uh, never got called. But I emigrated to Canada, and I joined the Canadian Air Force, four years of anti-submarine in the North Atlantic, five years search and rescue in the Arctic. And what I learned from that was uh, how lousy weather forecasting was. And I, I lost my flying category and I didn't want to fly a desk. So I went back to university to get a PhD in in um, looking at long-term climate and climate change, trying to improve weather forecasting and climate forecasting. And um, I thought this would be a nice quiet, peaceful area with no controversy. But of course, it got turned by people using climate for a political agenda into a major global issue. Did you ever believe them? No, uh, because I knew right from the start how much the climate changes naturally. And what's going on um, in uh, right now is well within natural variability. There's nothing unusual about it at all. And um, one of the things they did was that uh, they, 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 being the United Nations Intergovernmental on Plant, uh, Panel on Climate Change, they narrowed the definition of what they were looking at to only human causes of climate change. Well, you can't possibly do that unless you know how much the climate change changes naturally and we don't uh, and most people don't understand so of course that's why they were easily fooled into believing that they they could claim as they did in their most recent report that humans uh, human co2 accounts for 95 percent of the of the temperature change since 1950 I mean, that, that is that is so ridiculous that uh, i don't even know where to start you know what's so interesting about this, Dr. Ball, is that, that it, uh, over the last several years there was the appearance that those who were pushing human-caused global warming were winning the argument. But lately more and more scientists are debunking the idea and meteorologists and the other side is being exposed. Where do you think this is going to go? Well, it, it, uh, my concern is that um, it's going to go where all uh great hoaxes go in that it'll create skepticism in the public you know uh, the environment was a new paradigm that we needed and it started in about the 60s we need to keep our nest clean it doesn't make sense to soil your own nest but these these people that grabbed uh, the environment and climate uh, for their political agenda took the moral high ground that only they care about the environment and that's why i was so pleased when trump said look we're going to limit the EPA uh, use of regulations to control people's lives, but we want we all want clean air and clean water, and uh, so what my concern is that um, and, and this is not the only deception. I mean, you, when you look at Rachel Carson's Silent Spring, there's absolutely no truth to what she claimed in that book, and that was a major start of this uh, attack on on um, uh, people and the environment and industry and development. Um, that the public are going to say, look, we don't believe anything you tell us anymore and therefore the old cry wolf syndrome right. and people that uh, and things that we do need to deal with will won't won't get dealt with they'll get put aside all right so are there are more notable scientists and meteorologists beginning to follow what you're saying and i mean somewhere along the line the science isn't supporting the data 
but you never, you can, well, I guess we'll never expect the media to bring that forward. But the more and more scientists and meteorologists that begin to become honest with their research and their commitment of integrity begin to turn away from this. You see that growing? But, but the intimidation factor is huge. And, mm. and, but gradually people will start to, to speak out, and you're starting to see that. The other thing I can tell you, uh, Perry, is that, that a, a vast majority of the public know there's something wrong. They smell something wrong. They don't necessarily understand. And when you look at the polls, they're, what I'm, they're sitting on the sideline. They're holding back. So, for example, an almost 10 million people poll by the UN uh, asked them about their their greatest concerns, and they listed 16 of their major concerns. Climate change was dead last, <laughs> absolutely last. Mm. Pew Center poll, which of course is tends to left of center, and they show exactly the same thing: that climate change and global warming is 32 out of 33 on the, the list of public concerns. So the public are just si- simply holding their their their. Uh, voices because they don't want to get attacked or made to look stupid but um yes there there is a change going on and and of course as you and i know ultimately the truth will out yeah yeah god has a way of doing that let me ask uh dr ball let me ask you this um the, the 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 rise in the fall of the temperature of the earth and even the the meteorological patterns there's they're cyclic aren't they well, this is one of the great debates that's gone on. Back in 1990, there was a conference of world climate on world climate, and um, the uh, Soviets, as they were then, and the and the uh, Chinese, they came and presented arguments that this, the climate was uh, cyclical, cyclical. Uh, because they yeah because they have long term very long term records, and and they have always been involved. Uh, for example, the Kondratiev cycle, which is a climate driven economic cycle. And anybody in the stock market knows about that. So they argued that the climate was cyclical and all you've got to do is figure out all the different cycles and how they interact. The West was into chaos theory. And so they were arguing, oh, no, it's chaotic. You, you know. And I teased them. I said, you better hope it's chaotic. and might explain why your forecasts are so wrong all the time. And uh, But the media, mainstream media, interpreted that scientific uh, divide as a political divide between uh, East and West. But it wasn't. It was a very genuine scientific divide. And and so you, you've got this uh, bizarre situation where, ironically, uh, the communists were, were more accurate about the science uh, than, than the so-called capitalist Christian West. But um, this, this is the craziness. As, as you know, politics makes for strange bedfellows. What is the motive here, uh, Dr. Ball? Why the deception? Why the propaganda? What, what's it all about? Very, very good question. Because uh, once you realize the extent to which they've, they've falsified the data and, and, and uh, deliberately created a falsification, and, and I'll just read you one quote to support that. Uh, a German scientist, a physicist and meteorologist, he said, Ten years ago, I simply parroted what the IPCC told us. One day, I started checking the facts and data. First, I started with a sense of doubt, but then I became outraged when I discovered that much of what 
the IPCC and the media were telling us was sheer nonsense, was not even supported by any scientific facts and measurements. To this day, I still feel shame that as a scientist, I made presentations of their science without first checking it. But to the specific answer to your question goes back to this, this here really isn't about global warming. All they wanted was they, being the the, um, the uh, Club of Rome, and and the uh, wanted uh, a, a threat to the world where they could argue, look, this is beyond any nation's uh, capability of dealing with it. So we've got to override nationalism, and we need one world government uh, to deal with it. So, and the person behind that was a Morris Strong, unfortunately a Canadian, and in a book called Cloak of Rain, um, when when uh, he was interviewed by Elaine Dewar, the author, she spent five days with him at the United Nations, and she said, well, you know, what's your view of things? And he said, the problem for the planet are the industrialized nations, and isn't it our responsibility to get rid of them? Now, why did he identify the industrialized nations? Well, uh, the argument of the Club of Rome was that the world, was, uh, every nation and every person was using resources at a faster rate than was sustainable. So they published a book called Limits to Growth. And then they argued that they, to get started, they need to show that the biggest users of resources at a faster rate than anyone else were the industrialized nations, and they used fossil fuels to, to achieve that. So what they set about doing was to create science to show that the CO2, which was the byproduct of those industrialized nations, um, was the problem, and that was what they were going to use to shut down these industrialized nations. Wow. And and, and um, just to, to just to conclude that uh, doers could, and and by the way she went, she wrote wanted to write a book praising these people she found out they were more corrupt than the people they were attacking her conclusion after t- five days with strong was strong was using the UN as a platform to sell a global environment crisis and the global governance agenda and of course that's what you see going on with the Paris climate accord huh you're fascinating. Uh, Got to get you back. Let me say to our viewers and listeners, check out Dr. Ball's website, uh, drtimball.com. More importantly, get a copy of his book called Human Cause Global Warming, The Biggest Deception in History. There's a picture of it there on the, uh, on the screen by uh, Dr. Tim Ball. And again, his website is drtimball.com. Thank you, Dr. Ball. Uh, thank you for your courage. I'm sorry you're being sued for being a prophet, but that's part of the cross you bear. I know that. Thank you, Dr. Ball. God bless you, my friend. Say what? Say what radio show? With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. (laughs) 